we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We you told us. Okay, I don't know. Don't, don't ever so bring you guys around me like that. Let me tell you something, Heather. It's the only thing. If I want to see that, I would have wrote it. I mean, I'm not really sure what I've done to you, but I'm looking for you Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Hot and Bravo, part of the Buttered Pop podcast. I'm Eddie Estrada here with my co-host. Matthew McFarland. How you doing, Edward? I'm doing great. Um, Great. Let's go home. (laughs) No, I just want to apologize because we were... because we did not record last week. Oh, right, 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 right. Okay. Sir. Okay, I'm sorry. Yes. We've, yes, yes, um, yes. we've been very busy, and we're going to kind of tease it out now, but in July, we do have an announcement to make. Do not worry. The podcast is not going anywhere. Do not worry. <laughs> Are you going to be like this all day? <laughs> oh, yeah. Measure for measure. No, I'm kidding. Um, But yes, Edward is correct. Um, In July, we'll be rolling out like a format change that I think is going to be really exciting. Oh, and we have some announcements, but that will come in like two to three weeks, beginning of July. Yes. Just in time for Independence Day. No? And I need to get independent from you. Oh, man. Fighting words. Um, But yes, we will be uh, announcing that in a few weeks, so stay tuned. But we do have a lot to talk about. A lot of shows. So much has happened. So much. Um. We are going to actually end once again with Sand of Scandaval. Yeah, with and Vanderpump Rules and Scandaval. Yeah, I think because we got our Secrets of Yield this week, which was a really interesting watch. If you have not watched Secrets of Yield, it's a lot of they got a lot of things on camera. That yeah, we I'm hadn't very seen. shocked, honestly, because you know usually those Secrets Revealed episodes that come at the end of the season, they're kind of filler. They're just kind of silly. Like I never watch them ever. Yeah, but I just had an inkling. Oh, maybe. This season in particular, maybe we will get some unseen footage that's interesting. The entire hour is Was fantastic. Yeah. Um. So we highly recommend. And of course, on Peacock the following day, it's a juicier episode with more footage. And it's a full hour uninter- uninterrupted, no commercials of extra footage. It's great. So highly recommend jumping on that. But we'll get into more of that later when okay. we talk about VPR and Scandal. But, um, Should we start with uh, our Sunday shows, either Atlanta yeah, or... Yeah, just because there's so much to cover, let's just be linear about this. Let's okay. start with Sunday. So you want to do Martha's Vineyard? Yeah, let's start with Martha's Vineyard. I'm down. Okay. This week, I feel like it really got... Interesting. Yes, I agree. The plot truly thickened. Uh, I I feel like I understand everybody a lot better. Yes. Um, I definitely have way more favorites. I definitely have way more uh, not favorites. Yes. Namely, Silas. Oh my gosh. Let's just like dissect that a little bit right now. Okay. Let's talk about Silas. For I, a I. Hmm. He is a very controlling person, yes. and it's very apparent now the way that he operates. In a relationship. Yes. It's very old fashioned is what I'll say. Yes. Um, which I'm going to give some grace because, you know, he is a refugee. Like he is not, you know, I mean, he was like raised here, but he wasn't like born here. So like. Right. And it sounds like know, his parents, especially his mother, instilled in him like a very specific uh, ideology way of living. Yeah. Coming to America, so, living a certain way. Like I think. Yes. I, I, yeah. So I I get that in the sense, but at the same time, for I, I, Jasmine, I feel like is when her she's around her friends, she's just very like strong, outspoken, independent, fun, 
woman. But when she's with Silas, that kind of goes away. And I think that's what she's having the most trouble with in this house. Like when she's like, it's very isolating to be the only married person in the house. It's like, no, it's isolating because Silas, the who you are around Silas and his behavior makes it isolating. Well, and it's tough. You know, I think that she was a different person in a very specific circumstance and time and place when she met. Yes. And, and, and got involved with Silas. And now it's just, oh, it's, it, it, she's really caught between a rock and a hard place. Um, also, though. Yes, I was, I think we're going the same place. Silas's behavior at the guy's night yes. was very surprising. You know, I, you know, I have expected him to say, you know, I, I just feel like we're at odds right now because she's, we're trying to uh, figure out who we are in this new world where like we're not in the pandemic and we're amongst friends and like we were different people before. Like, you know, again. And that's all well and good, and that's whatever. No, no, no. What's really rocking this guy's world, being here in Martha's Vineyard, is that Jasmine is not making breakfast. Yeah. She's, and when she she's does, on vacation mode. she's burning the toast. Yeah. And she's not, you know, ironing his shirts like she's supposed to. Uh, she's on vacation mode, which is, like, crazy since they're on vacation. And I just also want to say... I loved all of the men looking at him like, what? And then, okay. And then I love the hypocrisy just builds because, you know, they, again, love the editors of the Bravo-verse. They cut to him saying, you know, you don't accept drinks... From strangers. From strangers, especially if you're in a relationship. And what does he do? Accepts a drink from a stranger. He's in a relationship. Oh, and... and he's not wearing his wedding ring. cherry on the Sunday is that he's not wearing his ring. It was wild. It's just, it's, it's, it's very, again, like we understand where it's coming from, but he had, it's very much like there's a different standard for me and a different standard for my wife. Yeah. And I do not see Jasmine. I don't see her rolling with that at the end of the day. And I think that's what's what we're seeing is that there's this rub of like, no, Jasmine's re- ready and willing to be a partner and to be, and to be a wife and to be, but an equal partner. And to be, you know, truly a partnership. Yeah. We're not doing this like I'm at home being the homemaker and you're out there like catching fish and bringing home the bacon. I just literally mixed all the metaphors. I was like, hunting and gathering. With this? But you know what I'm saying? It's like I, she's not down with that. She's down no. for an equal marriage. Um, not this Nora Torvald stuff. Okay, whatever. Which is topical because if you uh, were paying attention, Doll's House was just on Broadway, the revival. So anyway. Sadly did not win. No, it's not the best revival. But Top Dog Underdog did win, which was phenomenal. Yes. So again, you um, really can't you can't argue with okay, that. Okay. Also back to Silas and Jasmine. <laughs> back to Martha's Vineyard. Um bragging on them before we did go to everybody else. Delineate. Um their their sex life almost seems like unhealthy. It's like actually it's like crazy. Like they are It's gross. Like everyone in the house is like, can they? They're literally loud enough that like Amir has to change rooms. He can't sleep in his own room. That's what I'm saying is like if I if I insisted on having sex again, I forget they're only there for 14 days. By the way, I'm really glad. I feel like they just started adding this edit to the episode where no, saying, it's always said one of oh I have never I have yeah. not been paying attention to that at all until now, and I'm now I'm grateful because it just it's putting everything into perspective for me. The fact that they're only there for two weeks, but anyway, mm-hmm. um. If I had, if I was insisting on sleeping with my partner on vacation like that, 
and I was, but I was getting feedback and complaints that like, I'm disturbing the house because I'm so loud. I would literally be like, okay, we got to make arrangements so that we can continue to do this, but we're not disturbing everybody. Like, do, is there a back house? Is there... Well, no. They're being like, let's go into the closet. The closet's only getting you away from the cameras, honey. Yeah. It's not going to muffle the sound. It, it's... It, I, I, I... Yeah. It's so uncomfortable for me. I, I think it's weird. I don't know. And... She's like, I don't know. He like needs it. Like he's like, I gotta get my like, and you have to be a certain he's way. A weirdo, dude. He's I just, weird. I don't. I don't get it. But like, I'm sure you know we're gonna see more. I'm sure he's a great guy. I, he is. I mean, like Jasmine's. I like the new guy. What's his name? The new Jason. Guy? Jason. I like the new guy. He's a little long winded, but yeah. Um, he, I think, is a good voice of reason in this group of guys. The guy, except for Amir, the guys are kind of weird. Well, Alex calling was it? They called Jordan thick, and she was like thick, and she was so upset. And then to deflect, he like kind of throws Amir under the bus and says like, "Oh well, you know, we've all been talking about you and talking about who." Like he kind of like staked his claim, blah 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 blah, and it's like. I don't think that's really fair. I think at the beginning when they first got there, he was just saying, Hey, like Jordan's really attractive. Like I'm going to be pursuing her just so everyone's clear. Yeah. Um, I don't think that that was necessarily like, I don't, and that was it. He kind of, no, he was trying to make him look bad. A hundred percent. He's trying to be like, Oh, she was, he called. And that's why I don't, and next week I think that that's why Amir kind of looks like he walks off when Jordan gets upset. Cause he's like, I didn't intend for this. This is no, this is a kind of a situation that was perpetuated. By somebody else. But, uh... I like Summer. I also love that she went to Cal State East Bay, which is, like, literally so close. I think also my sister went to Cal State East Bay for her master's. Oh, okay. I think so. She, My sister also went to Sonoma State. I was going to say, I with, thought she went to the same Raquel. school as Raquel. <laughs> she did. So my sister's doing just doing the reality show uh, circuit. college <laughs> circuit. Uh, but... I like her. Let's okay. Before we get into Shanice, cause there's a lot to talk about with Shanice. Um, I love Jordan. Absolutely adore Jordan. I think she's the, she wasn't great on watch what happens live, but I do think she's going to come out as like the star of this show. And I think it's going to be framed around her a little bit more next season instead of Jasmine. Um, but saying that we have Bria and Simon and honestly, Bria is, has now gotten so used to if she has a problem with someone, she's going to get her way. She's gotten the way with the dog. She's gotten the way with Mariah leaving, which I miss Mariah so much. I think mm-hmm. like Mariah would be such a great addition to this house. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, she got her way with Simon staying longer than he should. So when she throws the fit about Shanice being topless in uh, the, the, the hot tub with everyone, she thinks she's going to get her way again. And it's like, yeah. no, Bria. Like, it's not your house. It's not like you get to call the rules and you're just going like, to cry and be like, I feel emotionally. Like, this is my emotional support dog. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, no. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone is participating in this house equally. I don't know if people are just, like, scared of her or, like, I don't know what the situation is. But Bria is walking around like she's the queen of this house. And I'm over it. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Oh, I mean, it's the – I'm not a fan, however, I will say, like – the end with Shanice and the boyfriend being naked in the hot tub, that is, that was a little more complicated. Like oh, yeah. I, I, cause like it's weird. Like Shanice asked and he said, Oh, I gotta go at, like, I have to ask Bria. And then like, I don't know why she insisted on doing it when she, I mean, granted they're all drunk and they're all like, eh. 
Yeah. I don't know. It's all very complicated. I don't know why Shanice would make it worse at the end of the episode by like walking out. Okay. I actually thought that was hilarious. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm spilling that too. Okay. We're going to, we're going to talk about Shanice really quick because yes, I think it was very complicated with the situation. Like, should she have done it? No. I think she's just honestly a girl who just loves. Doesn't give a fuck. She really truly doesn't. Like, that's how she lives her life is just like. I'm going to do what I would feel like doing, whether it's calling my boyfriend 200 times or taking my top up in the hot tub. Like your top she, up, <laughs> top up. She's going to take a top, top up. up She's got a bit of a dash. But you know, I also don't, I also in, in Shanice's defense, I think it's kind of unfair for Brie to have like this double standard, like that she and Shanice together can get rowdy and get messy and whatever. But then as soon as her boyfriend's involved, it's like Armageddon. Yes. Like, you know, um, I she think was like, Simon though needs to have a little vibe. bit more. I think the second that she took her top off, maybe he was like, "Oh, I'm gonna get out of the hot tub and go inside and like be with." I don't know. I mean, at the same time, it's like Bria and Shanice are two peas in a pod. Usually, it's like, "What's the deal?" She asked. Like Bria's probably yeah, gonna come but out I also, and do the yeah, same but thing. clearly Bria is also a very insecure person. She's yeah. very high maintenance, has a lot of anxiety. Yeah. Clearly, she's a little, little whatever. Um, I'm not the biggest Bria fan. She's very hot and cold, and I just can't. I can't rely on that in my reality, yeah. people. Um. Yeah, I'm loving it. I'm loving it's the show. It's a great group. It's a it really cranked up this episode. Um, I, yeah, I love it. It's great. Amir is still my favorite. I know he is. So but cute. like him and Mariah had some words on Twitter. Oh, they did. Yeah, because people were saying that Amir should have apologized. He apologized to Bria on Watch What Happens Live, I think. And he should. They're like he should have apologized to Mariah because he was the one that got the whole thing started with the dog hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she was like, yeah, I should have gotten an apology. But, oh, whatever. You I know. don't care. Who cares? Uh, okay, let's move on to Atlanta. Atlanta. Okay. All right. All right. Oh, well, first of all, dear. we have the drama because this has happened outside of the show, but they had to re-edit the episode because we weren't able to watch on Sunday night, so we went to go find it on Monday morning, and it right. was not it on there Peacock. Yet. That was because they had an edit where they were showing an old – uh, season's title card and Nene Leakes was in it. Right. Correct. Fans told Nene online. There was like a bunch of hubbub about it. Right. And the next day they had to re-edit it and they changed it from the old title card to back to the new current season's title right, card. Like of, glitched. Because of uh, litigious reasons. Uh, yeah. There can't be any NBC Who, Universal Nene Who's Leakes. litigious? I'm Wait, kidding. Oh, I was like, oh my God, are you kidding? I was like, uh, did you completely forget? Anyway. Um, but besides that, the episode. Okay. Oh gosh. Okay. Well, okay. I love the Bravo editors once again, because I just, I love that they really just want, it just seems like maybe they're just gaslighting me, but it just seems like they really want the facts to get out there (laughs) as much as possible based on what they have, what footage they have and what they're allowed to, to, you know, show us. So I love that they gave us a little, you could have just jumped in with this episode knowing nothing about Marlo, Candy, their beef, whatever, and get a fresh, like, you know, take of their history, including unseen footage that we did not see. Yes. Which appropriately showed that when Marlo's nephew did, in fact, uh, get shot, get shot and um, killed and killed, um, he was, um, that she did tell Candy, Candy was aware, um, that she did talk about it with her on camera at Candy's house and that Candy was indeed supportive and yes. was there for her. And it did clarify that although Marlo's nephew did work for Candy at one 
time, he was not working for her when uh, he was murdered. Yes. Um, and it wasn't at Candy's uh, place of business. So that's that. So for Marlo now in present day to say that, to imply or to insinuate that he was murdered um, in or on or around Candy's place of business, or it was because of business dealings that Candy was involved with that this person murdered her nephew, or that even if Candy knew anything about it, that she was not supportive or that she didn't care or that she didn't reach out. Like all of that is bullshit. And it is yet again, an illustration of how Marlo is a clout chaser and again, I really want to like her. And there are moments where she does, she's great TV, but this kind of clout chasing and trying to throw, you know, dirt on Candy's name when she's done nothing but be kind and supportive. Yeah. And the only reason now why she's not, or why she's putting a hand up to her and going good away from you, Marlo is because Marlo is shady Yeah. and Marlo is nasty and keeps doing this crap. So I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a little worried for Candy because she's starting to lose her cool. Yeah. And I don't blame her, but like, I don't want her to say or do something that she's going to regret and it be on camera. Well, I mean, we see it almost get to that point when they're at the uh, event, the, what is it like the paint blast escape room thing that they're going to do? Yeah. And by the way, why is Courtney organizing all this crap? Why is Courtney the one who's like the, the, I made her D see, that's <laughs> the thing is like, how, how did she become, become is she even, I see. Here's the thing. Does she even have a peach? I don't think she is. She's a friend of, right? She's a friend of. So yeah, she's my the, thinking is that they were like really thinking about making her one. And then they're like, Oh no, she's, I think something else is going to happen. She, yeah. She's not going to, yeah. I think we're going to really be like mm, Courtney. Well, there was some, there was some moments even in this episode where like, is she a robot? Um, she's, but she's not, uh, yeah, but can't back to candy and Marlo just seeing the way, Marlo knows how to get under Candy's skin and knows mm-hmm. that like, even though she has her hands behind her back, I also drew being like, drew, being like, calm down, calm down, Marlo. And Marlo like, is literally like, I'm doing nothing. Yeah. But thank and then you. like, and like drew kind of like being like, Oh, I'm from Chicago. Like you don't say whatever. And everyone being like, what are you talking about? I love Drew because Drew's like I love Drew. She's an actress. What can I she's say? She's an actress. She goes whole hawk, and I yeah. appreciate that. And I again, I also just I always I keep reminding myself that she's living and sleeping with a psychopath. Ralph. So I always give her a little bit of grace. Um, I'm gonna say it one more time. Back to Marlo and Candy. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> Candy, seeing the way that she gets when she gets so angry and frustrated mm-hmm. with someone, especially someone like Marlo, who she's like, I'm done. At. Like we've had this song and dance. 200 times yeah i'm over you if you want to like it always reminds me there's like an old youtube video but it's like if you want to bop let's go like i and i kind of want to see i kind of want to see candy and marlo do a smackdown do they still have what is it what was that show celebrity death yes i we were talking about this the other night they did a reboot of it and it kind of came and went like really quick it was like a flash in the pan but i really really think that if MTV really went for it, it would be so funny. My parents wouldn't let me watch it because do you want it. Really you want to hear how crazy my mind went right now? And this is why, like, I think studio should hire me was like, <laughs> I was like AI. I was like, oh. what I, what you like, basically that's an easy way. where like, if a celebrity like paid for their life likeness as claymation mm-hmm. to MTV, whatever. Oh, and yeah. you could, you could basically be like, I want to see a celebrity death match between, Marla Hampton and Candy Burris. Yeah. Well, I mean, yes. And then you could watch it. It'd be hysterical. 
Okay, I I'm like, <laughs> what is today? It is. Well, ChatGPT will take the idea. From I'm you just before saying, you this idea is out there. I'm the one who said it. We can always come back to this because this will be published on uh, air. hundred percent. Okay, okay. <laughs> so back to Marlo and Candy. Yeah. <laughs> on Celebrity Death Match. But you know, it's just. I really was on Team Candy yet again here. I really felt her frustration and her anger. Um, I think everyone was smart to kind of remove her from the situation. I'm definitely on the Kenya, Candy, Drew, uh, Moneta side of things. Not so much the Sonya, uh, Sheree, Marlo, Cordy side of things. Um, I got to say, like, real quick about Sonya. Like, I can imagine she's pretty insufferable to live with and be really like related to. So like, I, I really do feel for the sister. I think that it will be better once like everyone's like gone and like her mom just pops in and every now and then to shoot a couple scenes. Yeah. I think that's all we need from her family because I think there's too much tension there to be. It's on toxic. It's, it's very not, toxic. It's yeah, it's not, it's not going well. No. Um, speaking of Sheree, she oh, yeah. has had a full, like, head to toe facelift adult or like nose job, the whole to do. Well, she was on watch what happens live Sunday night. And she just, again, she looks great, but like, whoa. And Andy tried to bring it up and she shook her head. And was like, I don't know what you're talking about. I look great. I like, I, I, I've had nothing done. Well, she first, she touched her nose and said, no, nothing, nothing. She literally grabs her <laughs> nose and looks at straight at the camera and shakes her head and goes, no, nope, I've, nothing. I have nothing. No, no, not a thing. She's like, just a little touch up. And we're like, touch up. What does that mean? And Drinking Andy, lots of water. <laughs> it's like, everyone's like, oh, okay. Like, who was, who was sitting next to her? Portia. Even, yes, it was Portia. Even Portia was like, uh, okay, girl. Like, and Portia looks Stunning, by the way. Bring I, Portia back. We've been watching Stars on Mars, of course. Oh my God, Stars on Mars on Fox, guys, on Hulu hey, and Fox. Once it's again, so good. once again, it's I can, so stupid, I can but so smell good. a hit because I was like, I want to watch Stars on Mars. I feel like there's something there, and of course, Matthew's like, oh, no, no, Stars on Mars, blah blah blah, blah whatever. We have better things to do, but we did catch ourselves at a point where you know we don't have a lot to watch, so you threw it on while we were doing some like work from home, and hey. It, it it caught my eye. It's it, it's pretty damn catchy. It's uh it's a good time. Uh and Tom Schwartz is on there too. Tom Schwartz and Portia. Yeah. It's a cast to be had. And Lance Armstrong, famed uh astronaut. astronaut. Oh my god. We're we're not even gonna comment on that. Just watch the show, but yes, Lance Armstrong gets mistaken for Neil Armstrong. It's hysterical. Okay. Is there anything else on that on Atlanta on that episode that we wanna like touch base on? Or I don't think we do. Um, I think we're just gonna see this Marlowe and Candy thing kind of I, blow up. I, further and i'm ready for it like i yeah. feel like it's it's been coming for a while and it needs to come to a true head and i think it's a, honestly truly it's a lot of jealousy on marlo's part that she didn't I get i think a she picked the wrong fight she yeah. definitely did i yeah marlo's wanted to be a housewife for so many years and now that she's here she's like i deserve to be the queen not candy burris who's gotten everything her whole life and i've yeah. had to fight my way up yeah so i think it will be it will be interesting and i'm ready for it uh, what do we move to next? Well, oh, do we I do? think it's uh, time we do Jersey. Okay. Yeah. Well, here's what I'm going to say about Jersey. Mm, I think it's Teresa. I think Trace is done. I, I truly do. And I know everyone's like, no, I don't, I don't know. Maybe she's still there. There's no show without Teresa. I really truly feel like Tamara being on Watch What Happens Live this week and saying, that Teresa was the most overrated housewife. And then Lala also agreeing with Tamara that she was team Melissa. 
And seeing the way that Andy has acted at every single one of these reunions and the hate that everyone feels for Louis and the distrust of Louis now with the Bodiedel stuff, I don't think there's a future for them on the show at all. I think if they move forward, they have to completely cut Teresa. And I honestly think they're going to keep Melissa. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I that is what I want. I want Teresa to go, and I would love them to keep Melissa. I don't see that happening. I think either they both stay or they both go. I really, truly believe that. Um, and with that said, I think, I don't know, part of me think, because that reunion, especially this final part, had almost nothing to do with what happened on the show this season. No. Nothing. It was just... Melissa and Teresa screaming at each other. And I think Louie, um, you know, getting everybody else involved in the drama, I actually think it <laughs> secured everyone's place for another season. Yeah. I think that we could actually see like a drag out death fight where like you don't really see anybody film with each other. You just see like all of this like, shit going on behind the scenes, like phone calls, texts, emails, like yeah. social media fights, maybe sit downs at restaurants. Like Bravo could really throw gasoline on a fire and just like have it be all out war. Yeah. And it'd be like soprano shit. Like they could, or they would love that. Jen Fessler's like, but there was this talk I'm ready of like, for I don't know. anything. I, someone was soprano. saying that there's no show without Teresa and Melissa. And I disagree. I think yeah. that, Danielle and Rachel Fuda and Margaret and Jennifer and Dolores and, um, you know, did I say Jen Fessler already? No, you, yeah. Oh yeah. Jen, my other Jen, Aiden. Aiden. Jen Fessler. I think the other wives like have a lot to offer. I, I want to say, I really do feel like, like we could have a show even without, like, I would love to see a new era of Jersey. Like I think even Marge and Jennifer could leave and we could have, Rachel, Danielle, bring back Jackie. Andy loves Jackie. Andy can't wait to have Jackie back. Yeah. No, it's true. Um, and I, I can't wait to bring her back as well. And I would say that would open the door for like someone like Caroline Manzo to come back. You know what I mean? Yeah, if you I just mean, get rid of like a bunch of old people, bring the Because Caroline Manzo, that's an e- e- easy connection to Danielle. But again, I think thinking more about how Dolores was brought in so much more into the, uh, to the fight this time. She's really... Uh, yeah, the more I think about it, the more I think they're going to keep everybody because everyone now has uh, like skin in the game. Every single person. It's not just Melissa and Teresa now. Louie threw everybody under the bus now. Yeah, Everyone's implicated. You're right. Like Frank and Dolores now might be at odds. Frankie, like everyone ha- now has like, you know, blood on their hands. So I think it's, I think everyone's going to get kept. I think everyone's going to have to film. I think it's going to be Yikes. just more like, I think Caroline Mance is going to come back into the fold now. Well, I, I don't I think know. It's gonna get, I think it's going to get much more mob wivey. I'm going to say, I do think that after ultimate girls trip, I think Caroline Manzo's being very oh. careful about what she does, but I do feel like if Teresa and Melissa were gone and it, you kind of did a wipe of everyone and just had the new girls plus like Jackie Fessler, uh, and then I think Caroline would come back. Yeah, I really do. I think the only reason why Teresa won't come back is if she foolishly, stupidly goes, I'm not coming back if Melissa's coming back. And then they'll go, okay, great. Then you're Goodbye. not coming back. Nice to see you. Yeah. And then she says, no, 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 no. And they're like, no, no, no. 
take a break. Like Lisa Renna, you know what I'm saying? I think that that I see that happening too. Yeah, if she's dumb enough to do that, which she is, so we'll see. Um, but I'm ready to move on from Jersey. I think I think we all need uh, to take a breather. It's always nice to see the guys on the show. Um, even though it was a bloodbath, but yeah, I think it's gonna be. I I I see a world in which everyone's returning. Yeah. Um, also I can't get it out of my head and I know I love her. I really do. But I keep, every time I saw Rachel Fuda in this reunion, I got flashbacks to the Zootopia housewives, uh, animation short. I don't know if anyone else saw it. I showed you a photo yes, you of did. the little, um, the mouse girl, I think voiced by Crystal Minkoff voiced that mouse. Yeah, yeah she did. I believe and I think you're yeah, correct. I just think that's, uh, that's Fuda. I love a good Fuda. Okay, do we move on to Orange County? Yeah. Okay, Orange County. Okay, so the Teresa... Teresa, dear Lord. Gotta get out of Jersey. Yeah, gotta get out of Jersey. So the Tamara and Shannon of it all. Here's my take. I think they're both right. I think they're both telling the truth. I think it's a little bit... as, As I think they were discovering as they were talking it out, it was all sort of true. Like, yeah, they were, they, you know, when Tamara got fired, it complicated things. And Shannon didn't reach out as much as she should. She did a little bit though. Not enough that Tamara wanted. It's like, I, here's what I think is I think even if they didn't talk about this beforehand, I think they both said, Hey, we need a little bit of just a little bit of mild drama, a little scuffle, a little tension to get Tamara back on the show. And we got to like, we got to just start something up. We got to just get this gasoline. Yeah, going. Get this fire going. You know what I'm saying? I think they both subconsciously were like, this is great. We can easily both get over this. We can easily move past this. But this will get Tamara back on the show. This will get our storylines going. It'll be good. This will be good. That's what it felt like to me. I think, give it, and even as was corroborated by Shannon on Watch What Happens Live, they're both totally fine now. They're yeah, both she, friends. She didn't even want to bring it up, like, exactly. on what so happened I on the show. I think that whether or not they even talked about it beforehand, I think they both subconsciously were like, hey, this is a great piece of fight that we can both just, you know, feast on. And then in a week or two, we'll just, we'll just skid right past it. Because mm-hmm. let me tell you, them... <laughs> Tamara drunk on the boat screaming at Shannon for being an alcoholic this is what I miss yeah this is classic housewives yeah and I miss Tamara is drunk herself <laughs> it's and so good is so annoying to where it's just like I'm with Shannon I'm like shut up like what are we doing here it's so good I I gotta I say I miss Tamara I'm so glad she's back um, I miss Shannon Bador. I'm just glad to have no, her on too. my TV again. I think, and I, but I think that the two of them, the frenemy of Tamara and Shannon is It's great. perfect. Yeah. It's perfect. They're best um, friends. They're best I enemies. I loved, I mean, but also I love, because I do think that Shannon has a bad relationship with alcohol. I do think that. And I thought it was so funny that Tamara was like trying to talk to her about it. And Shannon's like, that is so damaging and so rude. Waiter comes by. Um, I'll have a water and, uh, yeah, I'll have a Belvedere and tonic and give me like a bunch of limes too. So anyway, how dare you call me an alcoholic? It was just, it was, it was great comedy. It was just, it's great fodder. It was awesome. On Watch What Happens Live, I really enjoyed Shannon talking, um, through the John Jansen situation because she sees John Jansen's son on a boat. That's why she's ignoring Jen and Jen's story about how she fostered and adopted all these kids. 
Honestly, I wasn't really paying attention to Jen's story either, but I think that's what it was about. So but, I but feel really there bad. There is a good point. Shannon does. She's a space cadet. I do think it's a big, I think it's a big part of her anxiety, but Shannon is a space cadet and it's, her friends have told her multiple times, like you need to focus. Like we are always there for you when you're in a crisis. And like, when we need you to listen to us, you are all over the place. Like she's got to up her anxiety and ADHD medication. Cause adult ADHD is real. And I think Shannon has it. I really do. And I say that with love. I think that you're, she should look at You're talking that. to me like you're like, no, you're saying I, like no, I'm Shan- Shannon Bedore, which well, is, she is one of my you are Shan- Yes. But, but not in this way. No, not in this way. But I do think that Shannon might have a little bit of adult ADHD in because I, I don't think that she means to be so absent-minded. I don't think she means to be so careless. She's just nervous. Um, But Tamara and Jen had a point this episode of like, for the God's sakes, like the shiny boat going by, like, can you just focus for a second? But back to John Jansen. Go. Um, basically, he broke up with her a week after filming ended. So she was shady. Blindsided. Such bullshit. And I guess their storyline is a big part of this season, so I'm interested to see how things go. Saying that, Shannon's not 100% back on the market, it seems. It seems like she's like wading into the waters trying to figure things out. But she ran into David. I know. At the quiet woman. <laughs> which your parents ran into Heather Dubrow there, right? Yes, for those of you who weren't listening to that episode, which was like almost a year ago. Almost a year ago, I had to have been at this point. But my parents, my parents actually would go to The Quiet Woman back in the day, like in the late 80s when they were, when they were courting, when they were dating. Courting. So they went again recently, like feeling nostalgic. They went like last year while they were in Orange County, like doing just some business. And while they were there, as they were paying their check, um, Heather Dubrow and Terry were having dinner. So of course my mother can't help herself. Cause she's, you know, love her. Love you, Christine. But she had to go over and say hello. And they actually talked for like 10 minutes and the Dubrow's loved them. And you know, it was great. But yeah, the quiet woman is apparently the place to be. It has great food, great drinks. Amazing. Amazing. Um, and David is n- separating from the woman that he got, that he got married to. And not this is the-, the woman that did the cringy Instagram. Yes. But not, not the woman that, cheated and and yes no. not it, she was not the woman that broke up their marriage yeah but david seems open to them kind of like having a better relationship for the kids which sounds really good they have photos at the twins graduated from high school which is which is crazy. wild to me it makes me feel old like yeah you have like i have my like cousins and stuff like that and i see them get older but like no when tv Portia people too richards or Portia umansky i guess yes last name. when she when she graduates from high school, I'm going. I'm going to freak the Which fuck out. Which I think is like literally. I know. Next I, year. That's why I said it because I feel like it's happening right right now. Um, but yeah, I love Shannon Bedore. She looked great on Watch What Happens Live. Um, I think her and Tamara are gonna be fine. I think that, again, this is just fodder. Um, she even admitted that she was being rude and insensitive on the boat with Jen. Um, should we talk about Jen for a moment? The new girl. Um, she's very, her life is very, very messy. Yes. I'm going to just say it. It sounds like it's, uh, like I just, a, a garbage, garbage mess. Like it really so, is. It, so uh, on face value, I agree. Her life is great. But then, no, 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 no. I agree on face value. Like it, that story sounds like really messy. And then the more you hear about it, I go, Okay. So it sounds like they were married, had kids, were estranged for a couple years. Um, sounds like she um, fell in love with someone else, broke free, um, 
and it sounds like things are finally coming back together. She and the kids seem great. Um, I don't know if you saw this because I, I don't know if it's on. I don't know if this was on the broadcast, if they just posted it on Peacock the next day. But there was a scene that they didn't air between her and her ex-husband where they talk about their marriage. And he fully is like there. It's a really sweet scene. She's like crying a little bit. He's crying. And she and he, and he says, like, I'm sorry that I wasn't the husband that you needed. I'm sorry that I didn't treat you the way. Oh, you. wow. Yeah, it was really beautiful. So they seem like they're on the mend. The kids seem well adjusted and good. Things seem like they're finally like like falling into place. What doesn't seem like I think her family's still pissed. That's what because that's the, the family thing. loves her ex husband, and I think he still works for the family business. So that, but that's the thing that <laughs> it's I just find so is so crazy. no. That's what I'm saying is the garbage mess. Like, yeah, the whole divorce thing that happens. They she moved out here. That's fine. Whatever. They, she met the new guy Ryan, another Jen and Ryan. Um, yes, which is like, but that's Orange County. Like, you're gonna meet a hundred. I know, like a hundred. I mean, I'm sorry. How many Jennifers with blonde hair have we had on fucking OC? I mean, yeah. Let alone the fucking entire but, universe of 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 Bravo Housewives. <laughs> but the whole part of it about her family literally being like you need to come back to Oklahoma and he like basically like runs the family business now and like but then the scene that they had was in Orange County so like he must be back and forth all the, oh yeah so he comes back biz- and he lives in the house that's right. Well yeah cause he part of the business is tied an, up in, in the Orange County. Yeah, yes. no, he has like obviously yeah, travels for work, and part of the time is in Orange County. And, and then, so. the, and, but last week, remember they specified she will go and stay with her boyfriend or fiance boyfriend. Uh, I think they're on fiances. The yeah, and and he will come and stay in the house. And he'll with the stay kids. at the house, so the kids don't change. What a at modern all. family! It screams Glennon Doyle untamed. It screams like she oh got quiet in herself and, and listened to her. Like, me, I need to reread Untamed. Me too. I really do too. I think like... Suze, if you're listening, I think you still have my copy. <laughs> Wait. I think she has my copy. Suze. Suze, you have three copies of Untamed because I'm pretty sure I also bought you one for your birthday. So, uh, hello. Uh, oh, by the way, like, happy belated to Kelsey Corley, our dear friend, whose birthday was a couple days ago. But um, this is coming out uh, a few days later. Oh, and my nephew Beckett, who is three and God willing, does not listen to this podcast, but just putting it out there. Happy birthday. Happy Father's Day as well. Oh, my God. You're going, I was like, what are you going to say next? <laughs> to Can the fathers like- in the world. To okay. the mothers in the world. Um, Celine Dion reference. Anyway, um, what else about OC? Oh, I guess there's Gina and Heather and um, Emily, but nothing. They were just kind of there trying to facilitate. Emily has, or Gina, I love how Gina, like, set up this whole boat trip, and then she has COVID, so she can't go. Wah, wah. Um, But, you know, it is what it is. And uh, Emily and, yeah. Oh, Heather Dubro, I gotta say. I, I love her. I know she's controversial, but I love her. She's definitely a weed person. Like, way more than she, like, I know she said that she dabbles and she, like, introduces whatever. But she's fully crossfaded in this episode. Because her eyelids are at half-mast. And she is fully like had an edible and like edibles and champagne. That is a risky business that she's like embarking on. Um, I just, Heather, if you're listening, just be careful. I'm sure maybe you've already experienced this, but like you might, you, you might, you know, brown out in a way that you can't get back from. So just be careful. Um, okay. What else should we do? Should we move on to the finale? This is the last time we're going to talk about Vanderpump Rules. This season. Until we get the word of what well, happens next. Well, they're going to start filming evidently in like a week or so. Evidently, everybody's coming back. Oh, man. 
which I kind of figured again in the same vein of Jersey, like everyone has skin in the game. So yeah, it makes sense to bring everybody back. I know I, we have heard that there is a, I, there's the spinoff possibility. I don't think that's going to happen because Stassi said she would never do it. I don't think anyone, I don't think they have enough show there. No, um, I think they are going to, I think we're going to have a friends of situation with Brittany, Jax and Kristen. I think they're going to come totally. back in some kind of aspect. Totally. Let's talk about the final episode, the secrets revealed. And then I, I do want to talk about, about what we think future seasons. happen. Okay. Well, we never I'm curious. We never talked about part three of the reunion and the big reveal, which was that the affair was going on literally from the moment that guys night happened. Mm-hmm. It was a full blown affair. There was no one time sleeping together. No. They were, consistently it was definitely set in motion at Coachella 2022. Yes. When Tom, put it in her brain that they were in an open relationship. Yes. And we know that she, we know that he said this because Raquel told Nima from Shaws of Sunset who corroborated this on Sheena's podcast. Yes. So that has been confirmed that Tom put this idea in her head in the hot tub at Coachella when Ariana was asleep and that they definitely slept together the night of guys night at the Mondrian. Yes. Um, and, and that th- Tom said, Raquel, we are not telling anybody we are going to lie our asses off the entire time that we're doing this. And the other lie that they told was that they did not sleep with each other when Ariana was gone for her grandmother's funeral. Right. They had been perpetuating this story, right, that they hadn't slept together again until or that nothing happened with them until after Life is Beautiful. Yeah. And Bravo Con. Then things started to happen. Um, but that it was much more an emotional affair than anything else. That they only had slept together once. In what world were we ever going to believe that? No, I mean, that's <sighs> the thing. It was unbelievable from the get-go. I mean, it wasn't as big of a reveal as I thought it was going to be. It wasn't like, oh my gosh. But yeah, it's like, come on. Like, It made me feel, I'm going to be honest, really bad for Sandoval. No, I'm kidding. It made me, <laughs> it made me like... I don't feel bad for Raquel because Raquel made the decisions that she did. And I don't feel bad for people who are adults that make a real conscious decision. But do I think that Tom Sandoval wasn't giving her the full story and that she was like a little bit tricked? Yes. I actually think I've been thinking about this a lot this last week. And I, I think it is a little bit. Mm, I'm 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 it's I think it's a little bit more. I, I, I am willing to give her a little bit more credit in that I do think that she is the type of there's been a lot of talk of like I don't think I don't think Tom Sandoval is like a Nexium whatever, you know, cult leader. I don't think he's like Charles Manson. However, I think that gone unchecked in ten years, Tom could get to that level of like I do think that he emotionally and mentally kind of fucked Raquel up a little bit and abused her a little bit because like watching her like kind of emotionally break down in that interview, like clearly like this girl is susceptible to being emotionally manipulated. And like, I I, like, it's tough because I do think at the beginning, like, like in the secrets revealed that we'd watched where like we see Raquel come over with flowers the day after she and Tom slept together at the Mondrian and she comes over with the flowers and says hi to Rock, uh, to Ariana and Tom and acts like nothing happened. And the two of them kind of give each other a look like, Oh my God, I can't believe we did that last night. Like that's gross. Yeah. But the, 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 
perpetuating of the affair and 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 all of that. Like I I don't blame her as much for that because I think that she I don't know. I think she was a victim in that sense. Um, still not giving her a write off. I'm still I'm still gonna hold her accountable. And I think she need, needs to be held responsible. I think what she did was horrible. Yeah. Um, but Sandoval, I just I feel I much more like want to throw Sandoval in jail, like in the in the proverbial jail now, because I just feel like he was so much more like diabolical than we even thought he was. But at the same time, like I think we haven't had a real villain on Vanderpump Rules for a while now. We've been trying to like throw darts at someone on the screen. Mm-hmm. Like it was Schwartz kinda. It was Katie kinda. It's Lala kinda. Like it wasn't like James here and there. No. And I think that now that we have Sandoval in this purest villain form, I think we're going to have a real show on our hands next season. I think there's going to be real conflict, real stakes, especially if he has a new girlfriend. Then you just have Raquel kind of like, NFC of nobody trying to figure out where she fits back in. And that's going to be really interesting to see. Um, and one Schwartz I've been hearing has been distancing himself from Sandoval publicly. And yes. And finally watching this secrets revealed that let's talk about, I have so much more like love in my heart again for Schwartz because he is so broken by this divorce. He cannot wrap his little brain around it. Well, and I also think that he, and now, I didn't mean it like little brain. Like I, that was, that was rude. No, I love but, Schwartz. Uh, no, but that's, uh, that's real. Me and I, I have a connection. we we know each other. Oh, for Christ. We, and I interviewed Schwartz. It, but five also years what I will say is that like, I also feel like he, <sighs> Schwartz also gave up so much for Sandoval. And so now he's like, Oh, God, now I really have no one. No one because I I gave it all I gave it all up for Sandoval, but now like I don't want Sandoval because like he he ruined my life. Like I just I, I have a lot of empathy giving for him them right now. giving their, themselves a Sandoval Schwartz. Meanwhile, Ariana. Ariana's doing so great. Something about her is about to open. It looks amazing. Like I'm I'm so excited to see what this next year has. I know you're going back to Los Angeles in a couple months for a little bit. It's and a little trip, I yeah. am very jealous because if you don't go to something about her, I'm oh, gonna it's be the, so one mad. of the first things I'm going to do. Hundred percent. Uh, I need a full. I need. I'm going to ask for a full report on the pod. I need to know it oh, all. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um. Yeah. So we will. Um. Do we want to talk about? Uh. I want to talk about next season. One more thing, because some something's been floating around the internet, and I want to get your thoughts on it. Um, that is that Kristen and other people are saying that a reckoning is coming for James, that everything will be finally revealed about James. And they're saying that it's about him being an abuser to not only Kristen, but also to Raquel. And that's part of the reason she's so broken. Um, do you think that's going to be the storyline that Raquel and possibly Sandoval are going to use to reframe the group and break that group apart next season is that and do you believe that i mean we don't know because we i mean i mean we saw the way he acted with Kristen, but at the same time she was also abusive to him that's what i'm saying it's like like if we're gonna talk about like i i think like if you again i highly recommend everyone does a rewatch of vanderpump rules at some point maybe do it 12 times like matthew like me like because to me like james was very much a certain kind of person when he started on the show and very quickly through Kristen's influence and alcohol, he morphed into a very different person or it brought, or rather it brought out a very dark part of his personality that took a long time to 
get back under control. And still we're seeing glimmers of it, even with a good girlfriend, a good partner like Allie and, and, yeah. and not drinking as much. We're still yeah. seeing it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think it's a very complicated, nuanced conversation we can have about Kristen and about how she abused James and how James maybe like pass it on to Raquel and then maybe like maybe we can have a conversation like that on the show and have it be collective but I don't think singling any one person out like that's going to be particularly no. fair um I could see it bringing back Jackson Brittany full time I still think they're going to bring Kristen back on as a friend of I don't think they're going to give her the keys to the kingdom fully back yet I think Jackson Brittany have enough of a popularity yes, and following and I agree. they've shown enough change and growth that I think it'd be really interesting to see them like I know Brittany wants to have another kid and that's a storyline right there like having like fertility issues and stuff like that and or having a fertility success like that's going to be a great storyline. Yeah. I don't know. And I also see like James and uh, Jax are friends again. And like, I want to yep. see that kind of like Schwartz Kate. I think I see everyone coming back. I see Charlie coming back as well. I, I want to say, I, I know you have your feelings about Charlie, but Charlie really no, showed I up want, on secrets. I Revealed. say let's give her again. I think we should, Give her more time. And her Secrets Revealed moment was very... I don't think we really need her for the reunion, but I think we give her another shot on another season. And for see sure. if she needs... And I, her boyfriend's really hot. Like, they need to show yeah, her Yeah, no, I think that's that's great. That's great. And um, we'll report... I, we're going to all find out how filming is going, at least at the top of the season. So we'll report back with that as well. Yeah. And I think... We mentioned it all? I think we mentioned it all. Like we said, in a couple weeks, we will have... A little announcement for y'all, but don't be worried. Things aren't changing. I mean, things are changing, but not too much. Times are changing, but it's going to be great, and we're really excited about it. All right. <laughs> if you aren't already, subscribe wherever you're listening, whether that's SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. And if you aren't already, follow us on social media by searching Hot and Bravo. That's at H-O-T in B-R-A-V-O-D. And we're also on TikTok. We'll see you next time. Bye.